How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Positive Mindset Podcast, where we use positivity to build a better mindset. So Henry here and Eric, uh-huh. and this is the third uh, attempt or episode at this uh, <laughs> co-hosting podcast, you know, talking about some stuff that hopefully matters to you um, as much as it matters to us. Now, a lot of people are familiar with the author Napoleon Hill, and um, he's, he's written a lot of books. And, um, you know, some people have obviously read Think and Grow Rich, which is the most popular Mm -hmm. one. Um, You definitely see it um, talked about the most. But one that probably doesn't get as much attention is his book, Outwitting the Devil. Um, I've read this book a couple times, and now Eric's reading through it and really likes it. Mm -hmm. And um, what would you say, like, you're going through it now, like, is the biggest thing that you're kind of getting initially? Uh, Well, I think... One of the big things that he talks about um, is, so the, the main premise of the book is that Napoleon Hill has a conversation with the devil, and he, like, does like, an interview with him, um, and you can, like, take that how you will, but basically the devil says that he captures 98% of the people of the world by um, having them be what he refers to as drifters, and essentially that's just, like, you drift through life, you don't have a purpose, you don't have a plan, you don't take any action, you just kind of like let life happen to you and you just, you know, again, you just drift. Um, whereas Napoleon's Hill point, or Napoleon Hill's point is that you should, uh, you know, have purpose, have intent, have a plan, try and pursue something and try and make something of your life. Uh, and that's so far one of the biggest things that I've gotten from it is really just pursuing what you're, what you're here for. Yeah, and so, like you said, so this book, what makes it interesting is the way it's written. So mm-hmm. it's written literally in an interview with Napoleon Hill talking to, um, he calls it the devil, the actual, you know, whether he's just using that to get his point across or, you know, if he really thinks he's talking to the devil, is kind of irrelevant. The message, mm-hmm. though, is very similar to what you've heard in, like, The Secret, uh, Law of Attraction, and, of course, mm-hmm. Think and Grow Rich, which he wrote together. Um, but any of those books that talk about your ability to manifest whatever you want and, um, you know, going back to having a purpose, um, not only having a purpose, because a lot of people have stuff they want to do um, and they stay. And that's actually probably the drifting stage is, is mm-hmm. dreaming like, yeah. like, OK, you know, I want to be, you know, wealthy, have nice cars one day and I'm just going to dream about it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a difference between that. And then making it like something you're actively pursuing to achieve. So there's there's like dreaming of you having it. And then there's dreaming of you having it to where like this is going to happen. And it's two different things. And it's, it's really guiding you on how to be one or the other. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's probably the struggle most people go with is they, you know, they have like if you ask them what they really want, they either don't know. Or they have an idea, but then when you ask them, like, okay, well, why aren't you doing that? They've got a million reasons why they're not doing it. And so it's how to not be that person, how to be the person that knows what they want to do, no matter how, you know, extreme or irrational or, you know, unbelievable their goal is, but they know they're going to do it. And it's not about knowing how, it's just knowing that they're going to do it. Mm -hmm. They find the way after. Like, you always will find the way after. It's, I don't know how you would know how to do something before you do it. Yeah. And so, you know, there's just so many different ways to success, whatever, whatever it is to you. Yeah. And so <clears throat> another, and that kind of brings up another point that in the book, one of the things that the devil says that he uses, uh, to really capture a lot of people, people is fear. Um, and a lot of times, uh, like with all the different books that I've listened to or that he's talked about or told me about, um, 
one of the biggest fears that people have is what they what they have the potential to do. Um, you know, like everybody has the potential to do great things, and you you know, but it's putting your mind to it. And a lot of times, people are afraid of the work. People are afraid of like, oh, okay, well, if I get there, how am I going to maintain that? Or yeah, know, that's like, actually a huge one. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely people are afraid of having that and what responsibility comes with it. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't live just not the the let you continue, but like. If you are a millionaire, you live differently mentally and physically than you are if you're broke. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you can be a millionaire and be broke, but if you're an abundant millionaire, we have money saving. It's it's in a safe sense where it's invested, it's doing well. Like that takes mental capacity to manage your mm-hmm. money. That takes you know being very selective on like who you're around and, and changing your life a lot to have that. Versus if you're you know working at um, you know, a restaurant and you're just waiting tables and you're making very little money and that's not your goal. Like you want to be that millionaire status. Um, that's scary. Like, yeah, it's great to have money, but then it's scary to think like, okay, well I might have to work 20 hours a day or I might have to, you know, lose some of these friends or the person I'm in a relationship with, you know, they're not going to help me support that kind of lifestyle and do the things to get to there. So I'm not going to do it because I don't want to break up with that person or I don't want to not have these friends anymore. I'm afraid of if I quit this job, I'm not going to be able to do the next one. Yeah. And I'm kind of that like that's going off that fear. That's also um, like one of the analogies that I've heard before and that I really like is that like there are two kinds of people in your life. They're either anchors or propellers. Uh, So personal example, Henry would be a propeller. So he like as far as his relation to me in my life. He pushes me forward. He makes me do more. Um, whereas some of the people I used to know, or some people that currently go to, that I currently go to school with, or people I used to work for, whatever it is, they're anchors. You know, they're saying, "Well, just just stay at this job, or just just stay. Like, you don't have to go study. Just come come hang out, and let's just like, I don't know. To me, it's like let's just go waste time, or let's just go do this, and let's just not work towards what we're what we're going for." or what our primary goal is, whereas Henry's like, all right, so what have you done today to be productive? What's put you one step closer to your final goal or whatever it is? And, um, yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. So that's, you know, obviously going to your circle influence and stuff yeah. like that, but people are so afraid to leave that. So sticking yeah. with the fear topic, I mean, I think the number one fear people have is death, you know, because of the uncertainty that, uh, most people probably have that mm-hmm. are related to it. Um, but then if you back that up, I think the fear of the fear of like the unknown, that's like, I think the equivalent and like the reason most people are afraid of death is because they don't know what happens. Yeah. So, um, or, you know, they might have a belief or a religion that kind of makes them feel good, but they still have that fear. You know, I probably have met very few people that honestly, like if they were gunned to head about to be killed, wouldn't be afraid. Mm-hmm. You know, most people are afraid of that. Um, and so that, that fear is powerful. So, relating to chasing your dreams or whatever it is that's what the the people that the two percent that are able to do whatever they want they're able to understand the fear but then move past it so it's not that they're not scared Mm -hmm. you know they're not fearless necessarily i think they're just not fear struck like it's not like fear is not going to stop them yeah it's like you know oxygen is here we're going to breathe it but like imagine if you just deciding not to breathe it yeah. you know you're not making that decision you're gonna acknowledge like yes this is scary because i don't know it but that doesn't stop me so i'm gonna go forward yeah or another fear that i know a lot of people have is like uh well not a lot the the two percent that the like that we always talk about 
Um, it's usually the fear of like, well, what if I don't go do that? That's, that's my biggest fear. Like if I don't pursue what I want to do and if I don't put in work every single day, am I going to be stuck working 40 hours a week at a job I hate making, I don't know, 30 grand a year and like, I don't know. Like that, to me, I'm scared of that. I'm scared of living yeah, like a super scary. average, boring life where I like don't have any enthusiasm every day. So that's what I'm scared of. I'm not scared of how many hours I'm going to have to put in after work or whatever, you know, like I'm... And that's where the yeah. game gets tricky because, all right, so if that's a large fear, yeah. then more than likely that's something that's on your mind. And if you're going back to you know what these books are talking about, whatever your mind is focusing on, mm-hmm. um, you're attracting. So yeah. if you're constantly thinking like, I don't want to be broke, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to have a bad car, I don't want to have a crappy house, I don't want to have a bad job, like I don't want these things. You're thinking, okay, well I'm saying I don't want that, so that must mean I'm not attracting it. But the, the universe doesn't understand I don't want or anything like that. It just understands whatever object you're saying. So, you know, being able to let go and just being yeah. like, I am a whatever. So, you know, I am the top level trainer um, that's wildly successful, that trains some of the top people on the planet and make my finances are abundant beyond my wildest belief. And that's what I am. And so if you're constantly putting that out there, yeah. then that's when you're attracted. But if you're like, Man, I'm just afraid I'm gonna be a second-rate trainer. Like, I'm afraid I'm gonna be stuck at this. Like, I don't want to be this. I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that. Then that's what what what's gonna happen for sure, 100. Yeah. percent So that's like what I'm working on is, um, I've noticed in my life, like whenever I really really want something, obsessed, I get it, and um, so that's great. You know, I feel like I can achieve things really quickly. Um, the bad side to that is that isn't just that my energy doesn't just work like that for things I want Mm -hmm. it's constantly working like that so if I have something that I really really want boom I kind of deer in the you know blinders on and just focus on it then I achieve it but then when I'm not in that mode then it's like ooh over here ooh over here oh this is cool and so like I'm attracting all these things in and out in and out in and out and um, not really focusing and and um, achieving something. So whether it's fear that's taking a portion of your thought or just randomness, the drifting, you know, we've all got things that we're working on. I mean, that's something that I think my, from me going from 30 to 40, I'm really going to master in my age because I'm 30 now, so I'm going to 40. And, um, you know, just to kind of circle back to like my job at Gold's Gym, we've recently gone through some restructuring and um, it's an excellent restructure. I'm super excited about it. It's changing the way you know our gyms are run, um, the way we support our teammates, the way you know people's career paths are made. But in doing that, some people aren't you know they're they're gonna maybe lose their position or people went for positions and they're not gonna get it and stuff like that. So it's definitely a difficult time. And that's where you can see that fear kind of coming, and you just gotta like focus ahead and, and continue on that and stay yeah. stay driven whether you know you're in my spot where it's not affecting me necessarily or you're in a position where like you went for something and um you know it, it doesn't work out or something like that those things can just really offset like your vision and your goal mm-hmm. yeah um and something else that he said like the ages of 30 to 40 where he's going to master you know putting the blinders on and going for it that's why I, that's again he's a propeller because he's nine years older than me so i'm 21 so hopefully my 21 to 30 is his 30 to 40 and i can see him do it and he can you know he's all kind of like my mentor um which is something i really appreciate and so i've got him to say 
well, I tried that and it didn't work, so why don't you try doing this? And so I don't have to mess up and waste my time doing something that's not going to work. Um, and that's one reason why, uh, you know, like I love bouncing ideas off of him and vice versa because we've got, you know, just like two minds are better than one. And so being able to bounce ideas off of a like-minded person really helps kind of channel channel where your focus is and where you're where you're aiming yeah like-minded or respected minded yeah yeah um because you you want to create that mastermind that group the small group people doesn't mean there's people that you hang out with all the time necessarily it could Mm -hmm. just be people that you talk to or whatever it could be certain people that you work with whether they're above you below you you know when you when you drop like the um titles right when like if age didn't exist like say that was just something we didn't count right just like Oh, we're born, then we die. And whatever happens in between, we didn't, you know, monitor time, we didn't do anything like that, and just kind of took that difference away from Mm -hmm. people, I think it would open people up to a lot more opportunities because, like, okay, we're talking about age difference, so I'm older, so I must have nothing to learn from somebody younger than me, but that's not true. Mm -hmm. You know, I can absolutely learn something from someone younger than me or older than me and um, or someone that is above me in my career or below me. Like, if you just think, okay, we're all the same, there's no time. Time doesn't really exist. It's something we created to, you know, monitor and track stuff. Um, but then you can just, you know, really achieve whatever it is and really gain value from whoever, whenever, because you're not setting yourself different from that person. Mm-hmm. And I see that a lot. I, I'm definitely a victim of it. You know, one of the decisions I had to make when hiring the people um, was affected by, you know, age. Like, it was something that I thought about, and then I quickly, like, got rid of that because they were advancing in their career further than I had at that age. And, you know, you're kind of, like, deep, deep down, you're like, man, like, he shouldn't be able to do that yet because I didn't do that at the time. But then it's like, you know what, what does, what does it matter? Like, we're all in the same exact now. Yeah. So if you have a goal, start now. It doesn't matter if someone else has been chasing for that goal for 10 years. There's abundance in everything. You know, there's anything can be created. Anything can be avoided. So if there's 10 people and they all are, you know, just extremely focused on their one thing, then all 10 of them can get it. As long as they don't start thinking that only 9 of them can. Yep. As soon as they start thinking only 9 of them can, guess what? Only 9 of them will. But if, if they're open to, like, I'm going to receive it and I'm not worrying about them receiving it because if they believe they will receive it, then they'll receive it too. Then everybody will get what they want. And uh, just having that control of your mind and not let, you know, outwitting the devil essentially yeah. is, like, what it comes back to. And, yeah. Yeah. and you can think of it as, like, a literal devil or you can think of it as the negative energy in your mind or the, the you know, opposite of whatever you want. And, you know, if there's you know, positive and negative, think of it as a negative. Um, but you know, how do you outwit that? Because there's not really coincidence or accidents or anything like that. It it doesn't really exist. Um, it's just your perception of it that makes it seem that way. It's all about taking like a bird's eye view or getting someone else's perspective on something can really like, when you can look at someone else's situation, it's so much easier to identify why they are there. Um, but they, they don't see it themselves. And again, that's another reason why having someone to, help you um because they'll be like well obviously you're there because of because you've done x y and z and you like you know you never see your own assumptions and you never see all the things that you've you know like the things you've done to put yourself in in the situation you're in um so usually having someone else or a couple other people to have like the the view on you and helping you see why you're where you are and why what you're doing got you where you're where you are (laughs) yeah absolutely absolutely um 
the um to define luck like think about this like this would be something somebody would consider luck but say uh, i'm gonna go back to like thinking about a movie since that's something i'm really interested in and, and developing and producing films and tv shows and all that stuff but say i was writing a film project um so i've been writing it for years um I finally i'm getting it de developed we're in the casting stage and then there's some person auditioning for the role and they audition and their life just happens to be very similar to the character's life so they you know their audition is very real and they get cast for the part um their from their point of view like if you only knew their story it sounds kind of luck right like the first thing they audition for they get but on my end i was looking for that person i went through it yeah. you know so both of us had this you know mental focus of like what they're experiencing was the attraction of their life and then what I'm envisioning and constantly looking for, and it pulled it together, and it wasn't coincidence. You know, it, it was forced upon it, but we can either view it as, okay, that was made by each other's mental, you know, clarity and focus mm -hmm. to make happen, uh, or, you know, it was just chance and luck. I just don't believe that it can be chance and luck. I think when good things happen to you, it's because you were prepared for it. Mm -hmm. um, and if they stay, that means you definitely were prepared for it. Yeah. And if they go, then that's what you were prepared for. You were prepared to have something great leave you, you know, whatever your focus is. And so mm -hmm. if you want an interesting book to read that is read in a very kind of different way, mm -hmm. um, Outwitting the Devil is a great book. Now, if you do the audio version, it is... This book was written in like the 1920s or 1930s yeah. and then wasn't published until like 2011. Yeah, so um, it wasn't published for a long time. If you read the book, you, you'll find out why. Um, but so it wasn't published for this whole time. And um, the, when it is published, the person that kind of like put it together, put the manuscripts together, does kind of share their opinions on it and for me i didn't like that part yeah. of the book so i just encourage you if you're going to go through it just look past it just accept it as part of it and then get to the message of what napoleon hill actually put together yeah. and just ignore her two cents every time she feels <laughs> like saying something like that you know that's a one downside to the book yeah. but if you liked you know the law of attraction or you like the secret or you like any of those books that are talking about you know how to you know visualize and achieve um, on some sort, you know, then this is a, just a really cool spin, you know, you want to think of it as a fictional story on like yeah. how to outwit the devil, you know, yeah. or outsmart or beat or whatever, you know, that other side of you that continually is the win for most people. I, mean, I would say I, the 2%, 2 out of 10 people, uh, well, that'd be 20%, uh, you know, 2 out of 100 people, I would say are truly achieving, you know, like what, what like a true up. you know a true yeah. dream you know the yeah. dream that they would have said when they were a kid when they didn't know that someone might judge them for what they want to do like you know when you're an adult you might if your real dream is you want to be a billionaire and you're and you're working at hardy's and everybody's talking like well what do you want to do one day you might say well you know i'd like to be a manager here or something like that you're gonna you're gonna limit that but when you were a kid and you didn't care what other people thought you just said what you said did what you did like that kind of a dream I'd say 2% is a pretty fair yeah. ratio. So I'm trying to get myself in that 2%. I know I'm going to step out of it and back in it over and over and over. Mm -hmm. But um, this book is a great, you know, just focus point reminder and um, pretty easy read. It's, it's yeah. not a long book. Yeah. You know. um, fortunately, I commute. So for me, it's, 
a day and a half, two days to knock that book out. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 not bad at all. Yeah. So any, any kind of well, I know you're still finishing it, so I don't yeah. want to ruin all the stuff to it because it just continues to get interesting. It touches so many subjects that were relevant in the 1930s. It's so strange how they're relevant now, yeah, still. That, yeah, that's um, and like some of the parallels that it's drawn between other books. Um, oh yeah, that, that were written in totally different time periods. Uh, like, was it like 70 years later the Law of Attraction was written? Probably, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the Law so of Attraction was written in the 90s. You know, yeah. initially, or that's when they started doing their, their thing. Um, so, you know, it's just some truth to it. And also, if you just, like, if you read biographies of, like, people that achieved great things, you'll come to find that the truth of the truth. And that, like, they had something in their head that they just decided they were going to do, mm-hmm. no matter what, and they did it. And that's it. Just, yeah. just do it. <laughs> you know, like Nike says. Uh, are you sponsored by Nike today? No, no. no, Superman today. I had to change up the show. <laughs> okay. um, so anyway, I hope this video was helpful. I know it was kind of a more specific niche, but um, we're always trying to try something different, see what people like, how it grows. You know, put some comments below if you have any suggestions or ideas. Maybe we'll turn it into a cooking channel. We just made some awesome hey, zucchini. Who knows? Yeah. Um, you Come know, that, uh, totally different things. You know, they uh, they say that abs are made in the kitchen, so why do a workout channel when you want abs? It should be a cooking channel. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like, you know, just kind of skip a step. <laughs> but anyway, if you liked the video, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe. And we'll see you guys next time.